Bonjour, bonsoir et bienvenue dans le rendez-vous. We are back, Simon and Vicky Ziegler tonight on the rendez-vous. Tonight, we're going to take your calls, 855-905-8255. We're going to give advice. We're going to read your email. You can reach out to us on therendezvousshow.com. And we have the privilege, and it's a miracle, uh, to have for the whole show the number one divorce expert in the nation, Vicky Ziegler. Vicky, what's your website? VickyZiegler.com. If you need advice, you call us, 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. You're listening to Simon and Vicky tonight. We've got Kate on the phone who has a, a question for us. Bonjour, Kate. Hi, Simon. Hi, Vicky. Hi. Hi. What's up? Well, um, I have kind of a problem. Do you think it's a red flag that the guy I'm dating still lives with his ex? <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Simon, yes. I see a red flag. We, a, a huge one. Unless unless there is a new intuition as a woman and of how you know him and what you know about the reality of this. Because there's some people that are absolutely, you know, they finish a lease together or something like this and mm-hmm. they have zero desire to sleep together. They have so much hate or so much problem. There's nothing going on. There's sadly many couples, I'm sure uh, um, Vicky has seen some, that... You know, they still live together with zero intimacy. So I'll ask you this. As a woman, do your intuition says they are sleeping together or do you think they're not sleeping together? I don't think that they're sleeping together. He's been a really great boyfriend. It's just, it feels a little weird because he says that she can't afford a new place and that's why she hasn't moved out. It's been like six months mm-hmm. and and he hasn't changed with me. I mean, he's been really great you know he's a wonderful boyfriend and she's a nice girl too but i just feel like so uncomfortable every time i go over and she's there (laughs) well and to that i will say there is something called to use but not abuse it's fine they finish the lease but not forever so it would be clear to your boyfriend so listen i can deal with that for now he's a great guy but when does the lease end and i need to know this and really, and I'll say it again, your intuition is never wrong. So that's what you have to follow. But also don't be blind. So go there sometimes unexpectedly. Sometimes don't hesitate to do a little checkup on things because it's better to double check. Vicky, you agree with that? Yeah, and I think you need to know there's got to be a finite period of end here. You need to know yeah. that you'll be able to go to your boyfriend's house and sleep over and know that this woman's going to be leaving at some point. So you yeah. got to really say, listen, in the next six months, she can definitely get her own place. I need to feel that we're going to be, you know, more in a committed relationship. And I'm really uncomfortable and I don't want to feel that way any longer. So, you know what, as long as you have that conversation and you talk and you check in back in six months and make sure that she's moved out, you're good. If not, yeah. you really got to think about things. I think six months is a good deadline. <laughs> six months to the max, and then, you know, it's, it's the time to, to, to take decision. Thank you so much for calling The Rendezvous, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Simon and Vicky. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky Ziegler. Uh, we just talked to a caller that uh, her boyfriend was still living with his ex, and it was difficult for her. And um, that made me think, Vicky, about how close and how far should be exes on social media in your life. So let me, let me ask you this, Vicky. You married... But obviously, before that, you had a life. You met wonderful men, I'm sure. What do you do with your exes? What's, what's your right and wrong, your, your, your policy on exes? 
Yeah. So since I've pretty much um, ended all my relationships, um, I always open, it was open to be friendly with them if they reached out to me. I don't Mm -hmm. think having a relationship with your ex is healthy for your current relationship. Um, I just think it breeds animosity and jealousy and I'm not interested in that. I'm confident about my prior relationships and they're done and I would never rekindle them. Um, And sometimes exes along the way in the last 20 years have called me for advice and information or saw me on TV, you know, and that's very nice. And I'm cordial but for me i don't really have relationships with exes but they all probably know what i'm doing on social media how about you um i i'm i'm kind of very good friends with most of my ex probably 85 percent. i'm still friends with my first love christabel which was my first french kiss in 1982 uh and i fell in love with her she fell in love with me it was sweet love you know we were 13 14 and i'm still very good friends with her and her husband now forever so i think it depends but you got to keep the ex in the friend zone so you don't reach out to them on anything romantic you don't do dirty jokes you don't but merry christmas happy hanukkah happy holidays how's your children i like that because i think friendship is the continuation of love and it's sad for me to think that what we had once as love together dies and makes no energy whatsoever. So I agree with you, not like in a relationship way, but I think maybe you can agree with me that being friend with your ex is also a sign that you're a nice person to date. And they were nice to you too, because nobody stays friend with an ex who's very mean. Simon, when you get married one day and I find you the right lady, Mm -hmm. you will see that your wife will not want you to be very close with your exes um, the way you are today. Well, I'm, I'm close, but I'm not romantic to any ex, and my parents are still friends with their ex, and it's okay with them. So I come from a different school, <laughs> but we'll talk about that more. When we come back, you're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. We have an email from Jack. Jack says, my girlfriend thinks she's entitled to my social media passwords because we are in a relationship. I told her that I think having privacy is important in a relationship, but now she thinks I'm trying to hide something. Do you think, guys, it's necessary to exchange passwords when you are in a committed relationship? So, Jack, about this, there are two schools. My school is trust first. So if I'm in a relationship, I would not ask for your password. I think privacy is part of a treasure to keep alive in a relationship, in a marriage. I don't believe in sharing everything. I trust my girlfriend. She should trust me. I only open it in front of her, never behind her back. So it's a compromise there. Vicky, what do you think is the right strategy with this for Jack? Yeah, listen, I agree with you 100% actually, um, Simon. I think you're spot on. And I think um, opening your emails and your Facebook in front of the other person lets them know that you're not hiding anything. And I think really people are worried about your exes. So you need to go through your exes, have an open communication and say, listen, I'm not friends with them or I am and this is the reason why and they're married. And then you should be able to trust each other. And if you catch somebody and, and they're doing something untoward or behind your back, then you really have a reason not to trust them and maybe ask for the passwords. But I think people do need some type of privacy and you got to be able to trust people at the outset i mean come on you know what are relationships about exactly vicky for to finish you have your husband passwords yes (laughs) (laughs) oh my god busted you're listening to the rendezvous with simon and the divorce expert and the one and only lawyer vicky ziegler um we have a, a caller on the line who needs advice so let's jump into it alex bonjour Hey, how are you guys? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. Uh, how can we help you? Is what's what's going on? So me and me and me and my girlfriend we've been dating for like like two and a half years, and 
I don't, it's not, I don't advertise it on social media. Like I don't have in a relationship. I don't have a tag turn all these posts. Cause I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a very personal private person, but everyone knows we're dating. Like my parents know we're dating. Her parents know all of our friends know. Mm-hmm. She's just really adamant about be posting it on Facebook and, and tagging her and doing all this social media stuff. And I don't think it's necessary. I think it's, I think it's just, I don't really like social media. I think just posting at it is pointless, but she keeps hassling me to do it. So I'm not sure if I should just bite the bullet and do it or what. Well, Alex, I mean, I think that um, what the real question is, she feels not official enough. The expression of all of this is, you know, she feels in the shadow and nothing, no flowers, nothing good grow in the shadow, right? So she's asking you to say to the world, you know, I love you. But so I w- you don't have to post on everything, but I would agree with her that now, by now, if you're really into it, by the way, it's your choice. You should make it Facebook official because a woman who tells you that really is giving you a little red flag. It's not just about ego. It's not just about recognition. It's more than that. And so I, I'm on her side on this one. I think that you should make uh, the Facebook official in a relationship with her. And for the posting, that's up to you. you nobody can dictate to you that everything has to be linked. Um, let's ask Vicky what she thinks. Vicky, what do you think uh, Alex should do about this? So, Simon, I agree with you 50%. Let me tell you, Alex, this is the beginning of a long-term relationship that may translate into marriage. You want to be able to compromise from the get-go and the outset. So you are a, a private person. She's a public person. There has to be some way that you can make her comfortable that she needs to know that all your exes and everyone else that knows you knows that you two are uh, a couple. So maybe even changing your profile picture to a fun you know, event with her would kind of take away that stigma that she thinks you're hiding, you know, hiding her, or Mm -hmm. maybe just saying it and posting that, hey, I'm in a relationship with my honey. But when it comes to forcing you or trying to compel you to post, you got to say, listen, I'm not comfortable with it. And really, when you post, run it by me, because I want to make sure that I'm being represented properly. I don't want to post to me every day sleeping and doing this just because, you know, that's what you're into. So you two really have to work together, because I have to tell you, Facebook is one of the biggest reasons people ultimately get divorced. And I don't want to see you get married to get divorced because of Facebook when it's already an issue while you're dating. So you guys really have to come to a compromise with this issue. Yeah. I, I would agree. So, and I'm on the same page. Make it official. Uh, make her comfortable. Make her, you know, in the sun. And the rest, it's it's a discussion between the two of you. Uh, does it make sense for you, Alex? That makes a lot of sense. Thank you guys so much. You're most welcome. Thanks for calling The Rendezvous. You're listening to us, Vicky and Simon, on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky tonight. Vicky Ziegler, the one and only, the best divorce lawyer in the country. Uh, Vicky, just uh, can you give us your website again? Sure, it's VickiZiegler.com, uh-huh. and all my social media is V-I-K-K-I-Ziegler, Z-I-E-G-L-E-R. Yes, absolutely. Uh, mine, your humble servant, you go to Facebook, Simon Marcel, Instagram, Simon Marcel, always at your service. We're talking about social media in a relationship. Um, here's what happened to me, and here's what I changed. Years ago, years ago, I dated this French woman. I think I was 45. She must have been 43. And she turned out to be a bit jealous to say the least. And what happened, it went from, you know, you put one thing about we were somewhere and then she would stalk who says what. And after this experience, when we broke up, I decided to never post anything anymore. And everybody's been fine with it. It's been years since. Uh, And I feel like unless you are engaged or getting married, you know, the less you say, the better, or it's all or nothing. 
Do you agree with this strategy? What do you recommend to your clients when it comes to social media inside their relationships? Yeah, I think for you, it's very smart when you're dating not to post um, at all because you just don't know what's going to happen in the future and it could impede your ability to date other people, certainly. Uh, For uh, my clients, uh, less is better always. But remember, in a divorce proceeding, you can use pictures from Facebook if you have access to them to use it to your advantage in a case to show somebody's a bad parent or somebody's drinking and a lot of pictures and going away and not getting their children. So, you know, (laughs) it's a double Right. sword. Um, the best advice to me is uh, your digital imprint is there forever. You think you can delete it, but it's not deleted. So be cautious, err on the side of caution. And, you know, I think be smart and use judgment. Don't have impulse to, yeah. to put things out there about your relationship that you don't want to come back to haunt you. I love that advice. What Vicky, you just said that your digital trace stays forever. Uh, Vicky, uh, do you ever have to negotiate in prenups social media? Oh, my God. It's my favorite thing to do. We do it all the time. Hold hold that thought. Okay. When we come back, Vicky and me are going to talk about prenups and social media. What should you put in it? Vicky will tell us everything. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. Vicky, you just got my ears all excited again. You said that as a divorce lawyer, the negotiation in prenups of social media aspect is huge. Now, it's one of your favorites. So tell me. What should I do if I ever get married? What anyone should do? What do you say? Well, I think almost everybody should have a prenuptial agreement. I think it's important and worth a consultation with a family law expert to figure out what goes into one. And one of the important topics, because everybody's on some type of social media platform, is to put in an agreement that both parties cannot divulge any information that's on line or any social media unless the parties have written consent so for instance simon Hmm. if you are dating somebody and about to get married and you get married and you take a sex video like kim kardashian had she had i think a few but um the one in particular that launched her career that video would not be allowed to be submitted to any third party without your written consent she couldn't copy it and do it surreptitiously and if she did and was caught you would be able to um go back for damages, financial remuneration to make sure that she had some skin in the game and didn't do yeah. anything that you didn't want disseminated. Do you find most couple, when they talk about you know making video of themselves, is that something that it's just for the Kardashians or you find now that every day people want to do that and that's why you include it in your prenup strategy? I think people are doing sex videos more often than not. And a lot of the young people that are getting married and I'm doing prenups for in their 20s and early 30s already have some or anticipate doing them. And I have to be honest, I've seen quite a few of them because a lot of my clients, you know, ask me, hey, look at this. Or, you know, we had a three way here and I have it on video and, you know, all these crazy things. Yes, exactly. That I hear about people getting divorced and I want to make sure that these things are preserved. So my clients reputations, a lot of these people are, you know, they work in, you know, big companies and they need yep. to secure their reputation in the future from their employees and, and from their competitors. Sure. So I, I need to make sure that these clauses are tight. So social media is a huge component of negotiations in prenups today. Vicky, thank you so much. And what I've learned from this, if you are about to get married, reach out to Vicky Ziegler quick <laughs> and she will make sure you're safe if ever something goes wrong. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. Uh, we have Rachel on the line who uh, is looking for our advice. Bonjour, Rachel. Welcome to the show. Oh, hi. Thanks for having me. 
You're welcome. What's up? What's going on? Well, I'm just dealing with this thing where my boyfriend, he's going out drinking with the guys like twice or more every week. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's disrespectful to our relationship. I think if uh, we're drinking, we should drink together. So we're looking out for each other and, you know, making sure nothing bad happens. So I'm trying to figure out if I, you know, have a case here, if I can get him to stop going out so much. When you say you have a case, it, you make me think Vicky should answer that first because she's a divorce <laughs> lawyer. Vicky, what's the case here? What what can Rachel do to stop this shenanigans going on? Too much drinking and not enough time together. Right, Rachel. I don't know why you know your honey's going out all the time and drinking and getting drunk. I mean, it's fun to do that together in a relationship. So you know, I think the key is to get him to understand that it bothers you because when he's drunk, he's out of control. You don't know what he could do. He may be able to be more open to. I don't necessarily know if he's cheating or just doing strange things and talking to women. And you'd rather him be controlled in a controlled setting and you two party, and then you guys have crazy times together. So you need to really talk to him and explain to him how important it is to spend more time with you drinking than his buddies because nothing good could come of a, a guy's night out all the time. I, right, I, would, I, I would agree with that, and I would add even more. I would say a little bit less drinking out and a little bit more time at home and enjoying the intimacy because I think that's key in a relationship. So don't hesitate. And if he says no, by the way, if he's, no, I want to have time with my buddies, I think two times a week is too much mm-hmm. and inappropriate. So be strong, by the way. Your relationship, your rules. Okay? Okay, thanks. Yes, best of luck. Good and luck. thanks for calling the rendezvous. Cheers. Thank you. Yes, we'll be right back. This is Simon and Vicky. Simon and Vicky on the rendezvous tonight. Um, Vicky, we have an email from Luke who says, there is this woman that I work with that I'm interested, but I know she's pretty recently divorced, just about three months ago. And he goes, what's an appropriate amount of time to wait before asking her on a date? What do you say, Vicky? Yeah, well, I think he has to test the waters to see if she's open to dating. I think he should certainly befriend her, be there to, as a support group, uh, somebody that's listening to her and uh, is just there for her no matter what. So I think he's got to test the waters. I think the general rule is when anyone's ready. Everybody has a different circumstance yeah. and experience when they're getting divorced. So really, it's a matter of has the marriage been over for a long time and they're ready to go out and mingle? Or you know, do they need time to heal because divorce is like a death? and they really have to mourn the loss of their relationship and their Mm -hmm. spouse and uh, be healthy and emotionally ready to move on. I I agree. And I would say keep the timing real, the time, what you feel, and I agree with Vicky, is that if uh, maybe she was completely out of her marriage totally for maybe years, well then, you know, she's totally ready to go on a date. So I get to know her. And once you get to know her, you'll know if it's appropriate or not to ask her out. Because I agree, it's all about timing. Timing is everything in a relationship. So, uh, Vicky, you have an app. So when we come back, I want to talk about this magic app, Vicky's app. You're going to be very surprised when she tells you what this is for and what this is about. So stay with us. We'll be right back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky tonight. Vicky Ziegler, the one and only, the best divorce lawyer in the country. Uh, Vicky, how many people have you helped get a divorce? Thousands and thousands. Now, what is up with Vicky's app? <laughs> I know you have this magic app. What is it for? Where can you find it? 
All right, so let me tell you something about statistics, Simon, because you know I love them. There are 25 million people that are divorced in this country. So if you break down the statistics, one every 13 seconds is getting divorced. Oh, my God. Right. For me, I've been thinking about this for about 15 years. Where do people find love that have been affected by divorce? And I created this divorce dating app um, that you can download for free at this point. And I have fun questions for people to join. It's a really quick a sign-up mm-hmm. process, and you have something in common before you actually get on. You've been affected by divorce. So we also welcome singles and people that have been widowed, but the focus really is about 85% of our population and demographic mm-hmm. are people that have been affected by divorce. So where do you get this app? So is, so just on, your, on any phone, you can look for app. It's called Vicky's app? Uh, it's called Divorce Dating. So you can go online, divorcedating.com. You can download the app from the website. You can go, um, if you have an iPhone um, or an Android, we're um, in the app stores as well. You can download them. And, you know, it, the beauty of this app is that it's for mature and elegant people looking for love or looking just for friendship. They understand mm-hmm. the commitments about children and parenting and custody issues and we have a population that wants to kind of get to know each other because they have something in common they have a similar experience and for me it's the beauty because i see people all day long getting divorced so for me i'm so proud that i finally birthed and and got onto everybody so that they can meet and find love again i think it's brilliant so absolutely go on vicky's app it's brilliant you're listening to the rendezvous with simon and vicky you're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. We've got Elizabeth on the line who is looking for advice. What is going on, Elizabeth? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, so I've, I've been divorced twice, actually. Um, I guess I fall in love easy. I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, I, I, so I'm back dating again, and I just don't know when's the right time to tell the guy that I have been married twice already before because I feel like if I tell them too soon, it scares them off. But if I wait too long, then they're like, well, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you disclose this to me? You know, you should have told me, etc." That's a question for Vicky. That's yeah. Vicky's a divorce lawyer. She can answer that better than me. Yeah, I think, Elizabeth, I think it's about your comfort level and figuring out why things haven't gone right in, you know, your first two marriages and, you know, making peace with that. And then that kind of information, I think you can freely tell anybody, any third party. Um, I, I think until you do the work on yourself to figure out what's gone wrong so that you could course correct and make sure that the next person you really bring into your life that you're dating loves you for you and understands you and then won't stigmatize the fact that, you know what, you've had these two under your belt. So I think you need a little time. I don't think it's something you tell somebody right off the bat. So I think you need to kind of test the waters and everybody's going to be different, of course. I I agree. And I would add that only when you are, you know, completely comfortable and you feel there's a future, you feel there's a reason to say those things and only you will know when, then you say when it comes to those you know, things that in our life are in the past, and c'est la vie, it's life. You're the only judge. You feel comfortable saying it, just say it, because it's nothing more than part of life. Right. And Elizabeth, I just want to tell you one more thing about divorce statistics. Um, most people, uh, first-time marriages fail at a, a rate of about 50%. Second-time marriages fail at 62%. 
Third time hmm. marriages fail at 73%. So I don't want you to get into the category of getting married for a third time and thinking that your marriage is probably not going to last. So you really want to do the work on yourself, attract the right person, not the wrong person, the bad boy or whatever's gone wrong in your life and not just fall in love for the moment, fall in love for a, a lifetime. I think that will help you cure the mm-hmm. marriage and divorce statistic in this country. That was good, Vicky. Elizabeth, you you uh, you like that strategy? Yeah, I, I really didn't know about those statistics, and I really feel like I have some stuff to think about because I do tend to fall in love very easily, and I, I think that maybe a little more reflection might not be a bad thing. It, don't yes, but I'm a French romantic, and uh, and, and Vicky is a realist <laughs> divorce lawyer. And I would add this: we live in the moment, so don't always worry about where is this going. If you fall in love, God bless, because it's a miracle to truly fall in love. And at the end, when you'll be 95 years old, you look back; it's not anything else than how many times have I really loved and being loved. So you know, also don't forget that side of life. Carpe diem. Smell the flower while you can. That's true, too. Yes. La vie est belle. Life is beautiful. Thank you for calling us, Elizabeth. Thank you so much, and bonne chance. Uh, thank you. Thank you guys for your help. I really appreciate it. Bye-bye. You are listening to The Rendezvous. Call us, 855-905-8255. Back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky, and every good time ends, we have to close the night together. A um, couple things. You can always reach out to us on The Rendezvous, at therendezvousshow.com. So, you know, we always come back and read your emails and, and you have a chance to join the show. But another thing is, we have also on The Rendezvous, Vicky, who has this magic perfume. And I say it because I really believe it. What is the name of that magic perfume, Vicky, that makes me so attracted to you since you walked in a couple hours ago in my studio? <laughs> Lavish by Vicky Ziegler. Lavish by Vicky Ziegler. Get it. Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I have to tell you, Simon, it's been an amazing experience to co-host with you. You are fantastic, and you have such a great uh, romantic point of view that I think a lot of Americans need to hear. So it really has been a pleasure, and I can't wait to see you next Tuesday on yes. FYI. Um, you are in this fabulous bed, and you're asking these questions, <laughs> and I just think it's genius and fabulous, and it's real talk, and people, I think, are really catching on. It, this is a fabulous show, and everyone should tune in. Vicky, thank you so much for your kind words. Thank you for co-hosting The Rendezvous with me and for watching In Bed with Simon on FYI on Tuesday. You know, I would end up with this only in America. Have a good night. Bonne nuit, Vicky. Good night, Simon. The Rendezvous.